Hi there. I want to welcome you to my new podcast series called Practice on the Rocks. And it's about practice owners overcoming adversity. And there are many, many stories I have to tell. And I'll share them in a series of podcasts under this new brand, Practice on the Rocks. I hope you enjoy. Hi there. I'm introducing my new podcast series called Practice on the Rocks with two stories today. And the first one is about a dental office and a lady who had a dream and her dream was to have a very large practice in a small town in Western Canada. And she wanted to build it from scratch and own her own building. Now, that's a very good goal to have, but there's a lot of planning that goes into it. And unless you're a contractor yourself or have a reliable one working for you, you may run into what this young lady ran into. She designed a building, not her, but her contractor and her designed a building, 4,000 square feet with an upstairs, a main floor, and a basement fully occupiable. And so in essence, it's 4,000 plus 4,000 plus 4,000 square feet. Now, she had a certain amount of money approved by the bank, and she had been practicing for a little while in her existing location, and had what she thought was a pretty good approval amount from the bank. And I guess the bank thought the same thing. However, life happens. And a lot of things went wrong in building the building, including having to change contractors and construction companies midway, which cost her a lot of money. And she lost her down payment with the first company. And so the building had to get finished, however, and there wasn't a choice. Like once you're into it and it's partway done, you can't just leave it sitting there, a derelict, owing that much money to the bank and not having the income that you were hoping to make by having that building open and functioning because she wasn't making that much money that she thought she could in the big building. She wasn't making that much in the small building where she was as a tenant. So, building is halfway done, got to hire a new contractor, need a bunch more money, and the bank says no, which is kind of weird when you think about it because now the bank is going to be out a lot of money without a final product that produces the income to pay it back. However, I guess they have to draw the line in the sand somewhere. The very fortunate thing for this young lady is that she has a sister with a huge heart who had a couple of credit cards that hadn't been used. And she had a mom who had some money set aside and she loaned her all of that. And she had another family member who loaned her some money. This was a great deal of money that she had to have to finish this building. And luckily she had a family supporting her. However, it was tense. All of these people's personal income are now you know, or returned income are all on this lady's shoulders. And, you know, it was nerve wracking and stressful to say the least. And she got the building opened. She got her dental office into it, 
she had hoped to rent out the top to some other tenants of healthcare types, different professionals, and um, wanted to finish off the basement so they could have the staff lounge down there where they could have lunch and various other things, storage, clothing, you know, lockers for their coats and that sort of thing. But the money ran out, so she had to get the dental office moved over, installed all the equipment, and get functioning. And she managed to do that, but she was not making enough money to pay the loan payments, and she was having trouble with zoning for her to rent out the upstairs. So enter my company. She found us. I don't know how she heard about us. Um, she owed her supply rep a lot of money, and he, um, I think, pointed her at us because he knew about us from another practice that we had pulled out of the hot water, <laughs> shall we say. And um, she came to us, and the only thing that we know is that you need to market yourself, and you need to be a good executive, and you need to manage your practice. Uh, using statistics to tell you what's working and what's not so you have an efficient, well-run practice delivering awesome service to your patients. And that provides word of mouth as well as doing marketing such as online and all the digital world and you know social media and all of that, which she's very good at now. But she was, it was a learning curve for her back then. And we got it going and we did a reactivation of past patients that had, you know, fallen off over the years and they hadn't heard from them for a few years. And other ones who had missed their six month or three month uh, cleanings and worked on getting all of those cleaned up with some scripts that we have for the front desk staff and so on to get them boogieing and getting the product of filling her fully up and she started making enough money. I'm starting to feel breathless because I remember how she was as she went through that. It was, you know, holding all of us, holding our breath. Can we pull this off? And um, she did. And, you know, she, the bank backed off because they saw she was making money. She was starting to make payments. Within one year of signing up with us, she increased her practice income by $300,000. This was an already existing practice and it went up 300,000. She paid off every debt she had, you know, outside of the original loan that she got from the bank. And she was making payments on the bank, but she paid back all the family members. She paid her supply rep all up to date and so on. And he was a very happy camper because uh, he called me about it and said, hey, I have another one to refer to you. <laughs> Unfortunately, the one he referred was too far gone, not even we could save it. She was down to living in a teeny little one-room apartment with her daughter, and her she had cashed everything in life and borrowed everything anywhere that she could get, and it was beyond catching. Came to us too late. We're pretty magical, but that one was... Um, not in our repertoire to handle that. So that was the one story. The other one is a veterinarian who moved to a small town and he came from that town, but he had been away for a long time and practiced elsewhere and he decided to come back to it. 
it's in eastern Ontario somewhere I won't say exactly where and he wanted to set up a mixed large and small animal practice and he ran into the same problem the bank loaned him I think it was like 300,000 or something to build a 4,000 square foot um, vet practice with some part half of it being for large animal for doing surgeries and so on and half of it being for small animal and when he found us he had opened the practice oh and I should say how he funded it because definitely it ran over his mother and father and his wife's mother and father put their farms up as collateral to help this building get finished they didn't even have the concrete um, pad for people to bring their trailers in on to down out you know download their animals into the surgical area they didn't even have that it was just a mud mud road <laughs> not great but he got it open and found us two months later two and a half months later when his practice it went up the first month it went up a bit more the second month by halfway through the third month they were already heading downward and he was freaking out because they weren't making enough money to live on nor to pay their bills never mind the bank and so on and so he hired us um, he remembered that his wife had a credit card uh, frozen in a nice block in the freezer in case it was like their last fallback well he used it well because he hired us and that was an exciting time for him because we had the tools with which to help him overcome this so marketing was the really big issue there was another practice in town and it had um, a few associate vets in it and he had to basically make everyone come to him <laughs> he's the homeboy so we did some marketing and really went to town on that anything free and digital has a lot of free stuff so you can get a lot of social media going and so on and people became aware that he was there there was hard copy mailing as well not too expensive it was very very inexpensive but delivered to the entire farming community to let them know that he was there and um, as had hoped a lot of them knew who he was because they went to school with him or had uh, somehow become aware of him and his family in the area and so people started changing practices over to his because he's very likable and we made it that was part of the promo on likable homeboy <laughs> comes home and anyway he managed to get this practice with our help off the ground and up into the sunshine and at this moment he would kill to have an associate join his practice because within one year he was already billing more than most vets ever do in an, in an, on an annual basis and um, you know at, and then he did hire an associate for a short while uh, for the second year and went up yet again beyond what anybody thought was possible and from there he continued to grow but he lost that vet and at the moment he's uh, searching for another one that suits their team because his wife is also involved in the vet profession and uh, she um, not as a veterinarian but she is and um, they need another member and they've got a great staff and it's a 
an amazing story about how he pulled it out of the fire with our help and managed to pay his parents back, like the, the bank loan against his parents' farm and against his parents-in-law farm. And uh, I believe the bank is all paid off at this point. And there you go. So, you know, the moral of this story is make sure you have the financing if you're going to build a building. Make sure you get a really proper quote so that it is nailed and it's signed that it will not overrun or if it does overrun that it will be at the cost of the contractor because they can tell what they need to do if they're smart and well trained. They can tell and they should sign a contract that's ironclad, you know, and um, that's all I can say about that is just make sure you have the right contractors. We have seen this happen over and over again with cost overruns and it doesn't need to happen. It can be planned out properly by somebody who knows what they're doing and it's worth hiring somebody who knows what they're doing. So that's the moral of today's adversity <laughs> of hiring the wrong contractors and not having the proper bank financing in place. But there are still answers. If it's happening to you, call us. Maybe we can help. Probably can. Let us know. So there's today's stories. Thank you for listening, and I'll have some more um, probably in a week. Bye for now. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. If you feel your practice should be doing better, please reach out to us for our free practice analysis by going to our website at amican.com. Com. That's A-M-I-C-A-N.com or call us at 416-466-6217. We have worked with more than 1,800 clients over the last 31 years and helped them take full control of their practices without sacrificing their precious family time. Also on our website, you can subscribe to our newsletter for helpful tips on how to manage your practice.